Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 18th of February. That's just like, we're here, and it is a Monday morning, and it's a beautiful Monday morning. It's just nice to start something new, and we get to do that every single day. And I I know that sounds crazy to say, however, life is not something that's guaranteed to us, and we all know somebody very close to us in the group, although he lives in the Netherlands. And his name is Marco, and he's fighting a battle with cancer right now. And literally a month ago, he did not even know he was sick. And he wrote me and he said, you know, Nadia, they think I'm sick. They don't know what I have. And I thought, oh, wow. And and it, by the description of it, it sounded serious, but he himself did not sound serious. And asked me not to tell anybody yet because he did not want the people at work to know he was sick. And he was planning to go back to work once they figured it all out. And that went from not knowing what it was to still not having a name for it. But he had a very, has a very aggressive cancer. And it just tears me apart to even have to have this conversation or to talk to him about it or to have to tell everyone. And my prayers and my heart and my love go out to him. He's such a beautiful person. And he, you know, writes me all the time and he asks me questions. And I'm just really sad about him going through this. And I pray for him. And if everyone can just send him a prayer that at this time he feels loved and he feels cared for the way he cares. Just such a beautiful person. So um, every day really, really is a new day. Sometimes we think, well, that just happened to so-and-so, but can can be anybody. So just to enjoy, never to forget to enjoy. Whatever life gives you, find a way to enjoy it because we can easily tear it down, but we can also build it up. That's that's a choice for us. So I just needed to share that this morning. It's been, you know, kind of a shock. And it happened a couple of years ago with another friend, and we only had like two weeks to catch up, and, and even the person going through it couldn't. And it just was a lot. But 
every day is a new day. Make it a new day. Keep it a new day. Stay fresh with it. And part of that, I'm doing a show today on why is it challenging for us to overcome habits we no longer need or want. And that can go for how we feel about things as well, where we have grown past certain things that we do, and yet we keep doing things the old way. And what we think truly is what we get. So what are we thinking? And why are we thinking it? And what does it mean to our lives? And what is it that what we think, what is it about that that puts such a heavy hand of influence on our lives and our everyday that just goes by and goes by and goes by? We get a lot of days, get a lot of time to learn and to grow. But what is it about overcoming habits? So, of course, I asked this morning because I I woke up, I wrote up the show on Saturday, and I realized that when we change, it's a domino effect of changes. What happens to us is when you change one thing, everything changes right behind it. It's like everything's waiting its turn because it's like, oh, finally they did this. All right, now we got to do this. And over time, step by step, we do change. But we can't just wake up one day and that whole domino effect is going to happen in one day. So what happens to us is we get impatient or we think, wow, this is too much trouble. Or we see the domino effect coming and we don't want to go through. Say you decide today you want to go exercise. And you go to the gym and you sign up or you just start exercising at home or you go for a run or whatever exercise means to you. You decide to exercise. Time of day. When can you exercise? Maybe mornings, maybe nights. It depends on what your life is like. But now that exercise is going to replace something you normally do. And then you have to really be careful about this one because go in the mornings. But mornings is when you actually get most of your work done. And now you come home and you still have that work to do. You may quit exercising because you don't want to come home to a bunch of work. Because people say, it's the first thing a day I do, but they've not really done it yet. So you really have to think about what you're setting yourself up for. But let's say you worked, and you looked at going to exercise as your reward. So you wake up, you get all your hardest work done early, and then you go exercise, And you're a little more efficient getting the work done, so that's where you get your pocket of time instead of just, you know, maybe talking on a phone and everything in between, just getting your work done and then going. But now you go to the gym. Now you're used to going to the gym after you work 
And then when you come back, you're truly free. You're truly free to do whatever it is you need to do for the rest of the day. What happens? So the domino effect starts affecting what you eat. Because once you start exercising, you realize you have to do the energy to do the exercise. And I know that sounds funny, but after you've been exercising for a while, your body, you start craving different kinds of food. And I say follow the craving because your body's telling you what it needs. So you go from exercise to paying attention to what you're eating. You're not necessarily eating to lose weight. You're basically trying to keep up with nourishing your exercise. What else gets affected? The way you sleep, falling asleep harder. I mean, if anyone wants a good sleep medication, go exercise. You'll sleep like a baby, but it will affect your sleep. And you're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to feel more energy because you slept so well. So now you're exercising. You're, you're following cravings that your body needs. You're sleeping better. Now you have more energy, which in a weird way, energy gives you more time because you get more done in the time you have, if that makes sense. It doesn't give you 25 hours in a day, but you're more apt to say, let me knock this out, let me knock that out, because you've just knocked out exercising. And maybe on the way to the gym, you pick up your groceries, or maybe on the way back, you run your errands, or whatever it is you do, or how you do it, you start going a little quicker. But not feeling that you're going quicker, you have the energy to go quicker, both physically and mentally. And then what happens? Feeling better. Because different chemicals are working in your body now. You're activating adrenaline. You're activating all of this energy. You stop worrying about doing everything perfectly. You know that you just need to do it. It will perfect itself over time, however it works out. You stop fearing trying something new. After about three to four months, you realize that your clothes are really bigger. And it's not sometimes that we just lose weight when you exercise. That's not just the thing that happens because all these other things start to happen. But your body gets stronger and it it shapes differently. It starts to shape differently. You'd be going, wow, I never knew my arms could do that or look like that. Or my legs, wow, exercise really makes a difference. But that will only happen three to four months in. So it teaches you process and it teaches you patience. And you start meeting new people at the gym, beauty of what's going on. It just looks like there's a bunch of people with headsets on. But they know what they're doing. So the domino effect of just making one change 
brings about all these changes. And you start to see that once you start. So what happens to that challenge of changing things is you may go back and say, oh, wow, that's a whole lifestyle. I want a whole new lifestyle. Why would I start that? I want to do it, but not now. So the habit becomes putting it off. It's the interesting thing that happens, but it is one step at a time. That's why exercise is one of those things most people fall off on because they start and they never make it to even the eating change because your body's not going to ask for the right food that your body needs, whatever it is. Maybe you never had bananas and all of a sudden you need potassium and all of a sudden you're craving bananas and you're going, gosh, I haven't eaten a banana in years. And now you need a banana. But stuff like that starts to happen. You start to see how nature, how strong nature is. But just the one decision to change a habit from not exercising to exercising will change all of that. They're all great things, but they're also things that it will change other things. You'll even start to wonder, well, why doesn't everyone exercise? God, this is great. Why don't we do that? Because we don't have a habit of doing it. We have so many choices of things to do every single day. Every single day we have a choice what to do. And that isn't one of the things that we can handle sometimes because of everything that comes with it. Whatever habits you have that you want to break or that you no longer need, start to think about it before you do it. Like, okay, let's say I do start exercising. Well, you're not going to know that the eating and the sleeping and the time thing is going to kick in. But it does change your life. And just that one habit, let's say, let's stay with the whole exercising thing. You start becoming way more aware of your time and who you're giving it to because you know that you still need to go to the gym. And you treat it like you would, going to sound funny, but like a doctor's appointment. You wouldn't miss it, but you have to treat it like you have to go the same time three days a week or four days a week or five days a week, whatever it is you want to do. It becomes a safe haven. It becomes this little nook of time that you're just by yourself and you can think. And you can catch up, and it also covers that. You start planning. You start getting great ideas, and you'll text them to yourself while you're exercising. And say, oh, I don't want to forget that. Oh, I want to do that. And you start becoming sharper and clearer. You don't feel like you're going in slow motion towards things. You're more apt to try new things, meet new people, just say hi to strangers. And realize the world isn't so detached. And then when you see them every day, you don't know their name and they're not strangers anymore. There's a comfort in trusting that 
You don't even have to communicate at times. But you can tell that things are okay or not. It's about overcoming, trusting that you can do something that pulls you out of your habits. I, I don't think I'd ever met anyone who just said, I'm going to change this habit today. A habit is so ingrained that we don't even know it's a habit. And until we introduce something new into our life that shakes up our little routine, we don't even know what we don't know. Challenge of habit. When someone asks you, why do you do it that way? I don't know. It's just a habit. I've been doing it that way for years. There's times when I when I go to the gym and I'm always doing some kind of new ab exercise. I finally like fell into a spot with it, but it took me a while to get there. And and I used to do sit ups the old way because I'm older, and they worked all my life. Worked to a new gym or done whatever I do. And before I even went to a gym, when I still was a kid in Chicago, and they taught us sit ups in grade school. I've been doing them forever. Now, every time a trainer sees me, they go, you know, those don't work. I'm like, tell my stomach that. I've been doing it all my life. Oh, but we do this now and we do that now. And I said, well, because there's something new and I'm willing to try it if you're willing to show me. But, you know, this has served me really well. And if you haven't done sit-ups in a long time, and you go to do them, they're hard to do because your your stomach muscles aren't used to being forced to get up and down like that, but it does strengthen them. And they, they did show me some great exercises, a few of which I kept over the years. But I found something out. If you do something that works when you exercise, there's like 10 ways to do everything or a machine that might help you do it better or whatever, or help position your body better. But if you do, choose things you really like out of the hundreds of things you can do. If you like to walk, you know, they have treadmills with little TVs on them, and you can time it with a TV show and just watch the show, and you don't even feel it happening. Or you can, you know, listen to a good tape or books on tape or something like that while you're doing it and plan little things around it. Or, or you know, you can go to or go home and make or stop somewhere and get a really good, yummy, very nutritious shake. And there's so many of them. But plan a life around it. Treat it as something fun to do. And the way I kept going was by choosing things I liked. So if there was something that I knew I would dread doing and every time I'd go to work out I would get that feeling, I wouldn't do it because I didn't want anything to get in the way of my happy feeling of me going and doing it. As simple as that. Because it can be so overpowering at first to change a habit. 
and that habit may be I love curling up and reading a book in the mornings there. Well, maybe when I come back I can, and I'll feel better. But what ends up happening is the book reading will end up being at night because you're going to come home and you're going to have too much energy to just sit there and read the book. And it does turn your life around in some ways because you become more efficient in, in a way. But that could also be true with doing whatever it is that you put off doing. It could be through painting. It could be through cooking. It could be just through walking, not an actual gym or exercise. But there's something about keeping your word to your word, to you, to yourself, that breaks down the challenging part of overcoming your habits that you just don't need. As we get older, we do not need to be sitting longer. But then when I go to the gym, there's kids there that go with their parents. So then I said, well, maybe it's not just older, but then I realized I've been doing this all my life. I I never went to a gym until I was like 43 or 44 for some reason. My, My husband at the time had cancer. Speaking of cancer today, it's something I uh, just had to go through in life. And he had surgeries and he had all these different things go on and he was in physical therapy. And I went to the gym with him so that he would want to go. His physical therapy ran out on the insurance and so we had to make sure we kept it up on our own. And so we went, we signed up at a gym. I ended up loving it and staying. And he ended up like, oh, we have to go to the gym. That was his attitude. But I went with him and I thought, well, what am I going to do? I can't stand there and watch him for an hour. So, okay, I'll get on this and I'll get on that. And then they said, oh, well, with the gym, you know, you get a complimentary trainer thing because they want you to hire a trainer, which I wasn't going to do. And I let them know that. And they said, well, you still get a complimentary thing. And this girl took me around the gym and showed me what to do on certain things. And, you know, they weigh you and they tell you your body fat and all this stuff that at the time I didn't even care about. And I kind of don't care now because if you just do the work, all the other stuff works out. But at the same time, that routine she showed me, I did that routine for like four years. I would just go in and follow the trail. And what broke that routine and even broke the habit of the habit was that they changed the equipment around in the gym I went to. And then I got, like, totally confused. And I'm like, oh, where's this? And where's that? And what do I do now? And and I had to figure it all out. And, and then I started working out with someone, which also motivated me to go on time when I was going to go. And it gave me a reason. So you might want to buddy up with someone. It's all offerings, offerings of hope. I know I use exercise as the excuse or the example, but it's true for anything you do. Once you start cleaning one thing in the house, you'll start cleaning everything. We were remodeling um, the house, and we thought, oh, we'll just paint one wall. This wall needs it. And then after they painted the one wall, the other walls that looked clean comparatively to the other one, 
now looks dirty. And we're like, all right, paint that. Before you knew it, the whole house was getting painted. And I have to tell you, had I known going in, I would not have wanted to do that. It has taken months. We are just finally going to finish. We're going to finish. And no more workers and pounding. And now every time I hear any noise, I think someone's behind me because we've had people in the house for a while now doing things every day. And now I have to create new habits, new routines around that. But they're all offerings of love, us working together, us working with ourselves. Instead of thinking, oh, I have to change this, say, how? This is so cool that I have an opportunity. And if you want to really be corny, an opportunity of hope, an opportunity to see more of myself. It's going to be overpowering at first, but I trust that I'll be okay. I, I know something, and it happened like three months ago, and I, I said it on the radio show around that time when I saw the energy, and I, I hate sounding corny, and I have to, to say this, but on earth, I saw it lift. I saw light coming from the ground, which I had never seen before. It would be a movie called The Lightness of Being. I probably in 85 or 86, around the time I first moved to California. And that's what it felt like. And every time I look around at people, I feel that lightness. I know it's here. I know it's in us. And I love taking advantage of great energy when it shows up because it's just so loaded. Our world is so loaded with things that don't work. But we know they don't work, so don't even try. and Don't think you're going to do it better or whatever. At least try something that has a stronger power of energy behind it, like taking care of yourself, looking at your habits, asking yourself, is this a habit I want to keep or not? Because there's some great habits out there to have. But the habits that take away from us don't get better over time. And as we get older, we lose the will to want to break them or change them. I know, you know, it's going to be interesting to say this because I I love both of these people and they've, they've since passed. But I would make my cookie, and they're chocolate chip cookies. I sold them at my pizza shop. I did like my tried and true recipe and proven recipe, and I make them all the time, and I love them, and I make the dough, and I put chocolate chips in some, and I put like nuts and raisins in others, and depending on what you like, I stuff that cookie with it. And I used to make them for the old people at the gym for like seven or eight years every single Friday. Every single Thursday night, I would bake hundreds of cookies, put them in bags, and take them to the old people at the gym. And there was one one man I knew very well, and every time I would give them to him, he'd say, oh, those are way too healthy. My wife and I are not going to eat those. Just because he knew 
that I ground me up. And they would invite me over for dinner. And, you know, I love old people. I love them. And I would go. And they would make some kind of roast with canned gravy. She had a great coleslaw recipe that she'd make, and she'd put all this um, bottle dressing on it. And, it's you know, the canned gravy and the bottle dressing are probably things I wouldn't eat normally. But when I went there, I would eat it. It put me back to a time when I, you know, we all ate like that. And I thought I just lived in their world for a very short time. And now I know why the changes I did. They couldn't change. Their habits were so ingrained that that was a great dinner to them. And because it was to them, it was to me too when I was with them. But it also showed me how far we have come in the choices that we have. And we all have those choices, so... Think about your life today. Think about what you'd like to see refined or faced or grown to and enjoy it. Have a great Monday. I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.